Welcome back, dear listeners, to Tuned In Dialed Up. I'm Gavin, as usual. It's a podcast about podcasting, co-hosted once more by the wonderful, the amenable Will Williams. Will, you're back. I'm back. It's me. It's you, and now you are a freelancer. I'm a freelancer. I just lance <laughs> growths for free. Yeah. Come to my house. I'll lance you. Don't come to my house. I won't lance you. The human body is a nightmare, and I don't like. I don't like it. I don't <laughs> like it. <laughs> The best thing you want to hear from a, uh, a, a physician is just, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't, I don't like, like it. it. <laughs> just walking out of the room, hands in the it's air. Like, no, no, you, no. You go to a general physician and then you're like, I got something with my elbow. And he's like, ah, don't do, I don't do elbows. Oh, sorry. Elbows is icky. I don't, yeah, that's, that's I don't it. do that. Forearm. Yeah. Yeah. You got like what? What about your leg knee? Hernia? Like your, your I can do, back I can, knee? I can do a hernia real good, but yeah. elbows? Fuck that! No, 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 Mm-mm. no elbow <laughs> for this one. But yes, you you are freelance, and we are back to talk Damn. about something not super positive. So we should probably start off with our huge. Uh, yeah. Let's talk about our shining moments. Will what's something awesome that's not you not working? <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> um, one thing that I think is really exciting. I don't. Uh, I don't remember if one of y'all talked about this on the last episode, so stop me if you did. Um, Do we talk about Atypical Artists? No. Okay. So Atypical Artists, which does um, obviously the Bright Sessions and the AM Archives and ARCs, is pursuing a pilot that was pitched them that is going to be um, a musical. And people have said that it's uh, a musical meets serial, so it's kind of like that true crime style fiction. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that was really, really fucking excited to me is that the pilot, and no word on the full cast yet, but the pilot itself um, featured Patrick Page as mm-hmm. one of the voice actors. And uh, Patrick Page is currently playing Hades in Hades Town, and he is amazing, just incredible. If they get Patrick Page on the on the full cast, I will die on the spot. Thank God. Um, <laughs> I'm really excited about it. So news is quiet for now, um, but we will, I'm sure, keep you updated. I'm just very excited about Atypical getting into these like bigger, more exciting spaces, especially because they're producing it, but it's not like by them like it wasn't created by them it's created by other people and it's going to be on their network which i think is fascinating and again i'm just very excited for that whole team gavin what's your shining moment oh um there it's got problems but the start of a new (laughs) season of adventure zone is pretty pretty fun um i still haven't listened to the second episode but i really loved the first so this is not really a spoiler, and I feel like it's better to know it coming in. In the second episode, Travis introduces a side character who has the Amelie voice, mm-hmm. and it's right down to the like same cadence of "I cook an egg with a spoon." Like it, the, mm. the character uses the exact same intonation; it's the exact same voice, and it is is super distracting. <laughs> yeah, well. I'm I'm looking forward to listening. But if you enjoyed uh, Justin's character's little uh, moments of little nuggets of wisdom, that is like it, that seems to be consistent through the show from here on out. Nice. But yeah, Adventure Zone's back. That's fun, and uh, I just had a lot of fun 
listening to the the Beetlejuice musical soundtrack like 15 times over the past two weeks. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Good week for musicals all around. Yes. Now, on that note, uh, which has nothing to do with it, uh, (laughs) because I don't have a good segue there, I want to take a brief moment to do some housekeeping and thank the people who help keep the lights on and help... uh, to grow and prosper thank you so much to our producers on patreon uh at patreon.com forward slash gavin g we got alice and chelsea gene and alex of ostium all of which are very helpful very awesome people thank you uh will do you have a may they not uh blessing this time around last time i did if may their podcast apps not unsubscribe them yeah um May their feeds always be filled just enough to get them through the most boring parts of the day, but not to overwhelm them. I I was worried you were going to just say, may they have a lot of stuff to listen to. And I'm like, that's our no. lives and we hate it. No, yeah, no, no, fuck that. May may they have exactly enough to listen to. Let's uh, let's actually just just for edification's sake, and I un- I unsubscribed a lot of things recently. Uh, yeah, all episodes for me is fourteen thousand eight hundred ninety. So I'm not looking. I'm yeah. I'm not. Fucking you probably looking. shouldn't look on your. You've got way more than I do. I don't want to scare me. I don't want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so today we're going to talk about due diligence in launching your podcast. And you said this wasn't fun, but I'm not going to lie, Gavin. It's a little funny. It is a little, it is funny. It's a little funny. It's funny, but it's not like positive theme in a lot of it. So for those of you who have not followed this, there is a musical podcast that is being produced under the iHeartRadio banner. He says, reading three things at once. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called Bear and a Banjo. <clears throat> uh, who is the uh, the songwriter is Jason Pooh Bear Boyd, who I have no experience with. I don't. Nope. No clue. Sorry. Uh, a, a actual musician is making a musical podcast with the idea being it's, you know, it's a fiction podcast and then songs happen like a um, an old MGM style musical. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dennis Quaid's in the cast somewhere. Uh, f- I'm sc- I'm skimming real quick to find the plot again. It's basically just kind of a um, episodic thing where there's like a town that has a problem, and then this musician shows up who kind of hypes everyone up about this mythical character, and then the mythical character shows up and helps them fix their problems. Mm-hmm. Uh, I heart. Who well, we'll get to it, but um iHeart has two posts on their blog, one in March and one in early October, both of which uh make the claim that Bear and a Banjo are a world first podcast. It is a first of its kind because it released an album of the music in the podcast, and another one of them kinda sorta makes the claim that there just hasn't been a musical podcast before. <laughs> so Today, we're here to talk about how you, because most of the people listening to Tuned In Dialed Up are either independent, just from the statistics of who's subscribing to us uh, on Twitter and whatnot. Yeah. I like It's safe to assume you're either like a power listener who cares about the industry, or uh, you are a producer yourself, or you want to get into that. Um, we're, we are going to dunk on iHeart here a little bit, but I think the, the yeah. educational spin to this is 
it is worth doing market research. I know the the advice of writers write, movie makers watch films is old hat, but and you don't necessarily need to consume every. You don't need to read every short story to write a short story, but. If you are coming at something from a business perspective of saying it is the world first, yada, yada, (laughs) like this one is a little too easy to punch at because Googling the words musical podcast, when you Google music, I even like went into incognito mode on a browser I don't use just to search musical podcast and 36 fucking questions came up like i'm not even talking about deeper cuts like follow the house of sunshine where it's a little bit more difficult to find 36 questions episode 50 of the bright sessions like yeah (laughs) and anyone who makes a musical podcast is going to put their stuff up on Mm -hmm. Bandcamp if not spotify they have released albums like there are uh one of the um i have to look up the title of this podcast peace of mind so one of the podcasts that sky pillsbury of inside podcasting brought up was um b beeman's peace of mind is a podcast and it's non-fiction but the album was released simultaneously so iheart's first claim was like oh but we're the first to you know use the podcast to release new music and sky mm-hmm. was like no <laughs> not even not even a little not even not even close um <laughs> Gavin, did you read the edition of Inside Podcasting where Sky published her conversation with somebody from yes. iHeart? Oh, oh my God. it's wonderful. Um, basically, she was like, hey, you uh, told the lies. And the people were like, we didn't tell the lies. We didn't know. And she was like, that's also bad. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing. Whenever iHeart does crap like this, they never try to alter the record in their favor like when no. they when they nominated kitchen sisters for best cooking podcast best food podcast excuse me <laughs> the kitchen sisters present which is in no way a food podcast was nominated because it has the word kitchen in the title for best food podcast for the first iheart podcast awards people called this out vocally and their response was to just leave it so not only are the old (laughs) ballots up where you can just go see that they had nominated in the winning like post on the website where it's like here's who won they just copy and pasted the the ballot and then just (laughs) bolded anyone who won so you can see even there Mm -hmm. the kitchen sisters present in best food podcast yeah phenomenal that it's really fantastic god i wish it would have won oh yeah so I guess I should say, like, I obviously have some feelings about iHeart. Um, and I'm usually not this big of, like, an asshole on Maine, but they're just, they're just so weird. Like, they're just so fucking weird. Like, I think that they really genuinely, as a company, want to be seen as part of the podcast industry. I think that's like a big deal to them. That's a direct quote almost from uh, Sky's conversation with the iHeart right. person. Right. And like from their press releases, which I do get for now, um, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see if those keep rolling in. Um, their press releases really make it seem like they want to be seen as like a part of podcasting, not just in the industry, but like in the culture. You know, in, in, like, the scene. They want to be seen as, like, the cool kids in podcasting. They want to be respected by other podcasters. 
but they're just so bad. <laughs> they're just so bad at it. They're so weird. They make the glossiest shows and advertise them in strange ways. They are the kind of podcasts that, like, if some people would listen to them if they listened to just, like, a podcast. Does that make sense? Like, they're, they're not. And that's fine. That's fine. But there is such a difference. Like, you don't really see, you don't really see other, like, huge, huge, huge companies want to be part of the culture. Yeah. You know, like. I don't see Wondery trying to be part of the podcast culture. And I would say that they are much more than iHeart. Um, what were you going to say, Gavin? I was just saying, they're just, they, they are Wondery and that just... Right, right. That's enough. But iHeart, I mean, just so consistently in like, in like every step of, of what they do as a business facing outwards towards podcasting is just show that they don't know anything about the industry and it's it's fascinating like they just they know so little but you can't you can't get such basic facts wrong and then expect to be taken seriously as a part of the culture that's it i don't even know if they necessarily <laughs> want to be taken seriously as part of the culture it, it to me it feels like they're writing these press releases and these what these blogs are press releases that are gussied up to look like blog yeah. posts. Uh, I feel like they're writing with the hopes of what happened, which was someone from People Magazine talked to somebody from Baron Banjo, Baron the Banjo, Baron a Banjo, not the Banjo, no definite article, Gavin. Uh, they talked to somebody who worked on the podcast who echoed that claim, and then it got published in People. Oh. I mean, like, I mean, like in the press releases that I get on their press list. Well, it, like, it feels like those, they just kind of want someone to take the bait and just copy and paste out of it and make a quick oh, who sure, cares sure. post. Not necessarily they expect people like us who Google things. Right. But I've also like, so I've also talked to representatives from iHeart like Sky has. And yeah. every time I talk to them, they, it's so, it's so surreal. What, what they do I've had I've had a few conversations with iHeart's representatives where they will send me something, they'll send me a press release, and I will ask a question clarifying. And they will respond answering a different, very basic, tangentially related question, to which I will respond, yes, I'm aware. And then I will, I guess, like make my question a little bit more clarified, and then they will respond again like tangentially related different question <laughs> and it's clear it's clear they just like they just don't know what they're talking about and i would so much and sometimes they do say like oh you know i'm not sure and i love that i think that's, that's great fine. like yeah i don't expect you to know everything but don't bullshit me like just don't bullshit me especially again, on like, podcast how much is on the line like right right and like Dude, it's okay. It's okay if you're not part of the culture. It's okay. Like, it's okay if you're not a cool kid. You're you're making so much goddamn money. Because all of these are going on the radio. Like, that's that's the other thing. Right. I hope Baron and Banjo is good because Baron and Banjo, no matter if it's good or dog shit, is going to be the first scripted podcast thousands of people hear because it's going to be on iHeart. Absolutely. Like, and and I hope for for the artist. I hope that it's good for them. You know, like, I hope that the people who made it will have a good time. It's just, they just need to do something about their press strategy and they need to do something about their, their image because it's bad. You know, like they, they just, God, this episode wasn't supposed to be about iHeart, but like iHeart really is the prime example of not doing your due diligence. 
and that's the thing like you can advertise your podcast on so many things besides being the first blank. Uh, I'm not going to say who, but there are, there are at least a couple of audio dramas that have appeared in my inbox. And oh, if it's, yeah. you, and if you think it's you, it probably isn't because you probably weren't an asshole about it or uh, obnoxious about it. But there have been some audio dramas and some just nonfiction podcasts that sell themselves on the first in the world to do this. And even if they're right, it's not, that doesn't necessarily make me want to listen to it. Yeah, just, I I think that a lot of people don't know how to approach the press, right? So they think that they have to have something that makes them stand out. And the first thing that they think of is, oh, we're going to be the first to do something. And honestly, like, I'm very rarely excited by something that says that it's the first thing to do something for a few reasons. One, you're probably wrong. And this is going to sound really cocky, but it's literally my job. I probably know that you're wrong. <laughs> like, yeah. like I, if between one of us, one of us is going to know if you're the first of something, it will probably be me because it's my job. Um, one of us being me and the podcast or not me and Gavin. Gavin will also know first. And then also, like, okay, so you're the first. So? Like, I don't know. Like, it's not really that impressive to me. First first things aren't often great. Like, usually if somebody is the first to do something, like, that's exciting, maybe. But, uh, but, but what does it say about the quality? Like, what I care about is what you're doing well, I guess. First is just such a, like, a nothing to me. It says nothing about quality. It says nothing about uh, about what you're actually making. I just I just don't care about it. And it's like, this podcast that they are selling on, it's the first of its kind. Like, the, I want to also point out the frustrating nature of iHeart's claims are intentionally vaguely worded. Yes. Uh, claiming it is the first of its kind or unlike any other, so that when people like me roll up and be like, hey, it's not, they can then backpedal. They could, they mm-hmm. leave the door open. They haven't done this, but they could backpedal and be like, well, it's the first musical podcast starring Dennis Quaid. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's, it's it, like the cool thing about it is it features, like, it's, it, it spans from the 30s through the 70s, uh, mm-hmm. and it's about, like, Americana. Each episode is based at, like, a different point in American history or musical history. I can't I can't tell if it's, like, specifically about music history or just history of America because mm-hmm. they lean on the Americana angle. But, like, all of, like, there is a fascinating uh, sort of Americana theme to all this mm-hmm. that you can sell it on. And the... Right. The People article now focuses on that because they've deleted the first ever. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And that's Uh, the thing, like, first doesn't add any appeal to that for me at all. It's it's the rest of it. If anything, first is just an annoying distraction. Like, I'm so focused on the fact that they fucked up this bad that, like, I don't care about the rest, which could make it really interesting. The first person to talk about uh, the Al Capone vault got didn't really do it right everyone who's gotten to talk about al capone's vault after geraldo fucked it up has had a wonderful time talking about it (sighs) yeah i i want to talk about another way to not to like veer too far off but i want to talk about another way that i've seen people not do their due diligence um i've seen a few people recently 
excuse me, a few people recently um, realize that their podcast shares a name with another podcast, or their podcast's name is terrible for SEO, or, you know, any, anything that has to do with, like, their podcast's name not being successful in some way. Um, I, I cannot fathom, like, I, I cannot fathom not researching this before you start. Yeah. Like, y'all, if you're going to start a podcast, you need to Google the hell out of it. Like, for Valence, it was named so many things before Valence, but we did our research out the ass. Like, we looked for everything that could potentially Google, you know, Google and get you to something that wasn't the podcast. We did a lot of a lot of work on that front. Valence is a good name, and it's it's good for the podcast, but it's also really good for SEO, and it's not taken by anybody, and there's nothing even close to a podcast called anything like Valence. You just you need you need to Google, y'all. You need to know your market. I. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it, Gavin. Gavin, I'm sleepy and grumpy. (laughs) (sighs) And I feel like this is maybe shitty of me, but I feel like this is often, often the people who complain about like, we're not getting seen and heard. We're not getting the publicity that we want. We're not getting this and this. Nobody listens to us because of this and this. It's because we're new. It's because blah, blah, blah. And like, no, these are it's it's often just the people who don't do the work. And it's so exhausting. It's so exhausting. Like maybe actually the problem is that you didn't do your due diligence. Maybe the problem is that you didn't approach your podcast like something that you wanted to be successful. Maybe that's why you're not successful. Maybe it's cuz you didn't do the work. <laughs> Whoops. Whoops. Sorry for my rant, Gavin. Please also have thought. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean you're you're entirely right. Uh, like we've harped on iHeart quite a bit here, but like as I've said, this ha- there are people who are independent that try to spin the first in the world perspective on it, and like I don't really care. Mm-hmm. Like. Chernobyl was the first television show starring those people to be about Chernobyl, but like that's not why Chernobyl was enjoyable. Yeah. <laughs> Nor right. was it sold on that. Exactly. Mainly because yeah. HBO didn't have to. I find it weird. iHeart probably has the same amount of liquid capital at their disposal as someone like, say, Luminary. Yeah. Luminary's not running around claiming their podcasts are the first of their kind. Uh, I wouldn't be shocked if they did do that (laughs) yeah especially since they have shows like um uh will have you heard about hypothetical i don't think so so this is a luminary so hypothetical by film nation entertainment in partnership with transmitter media the future is full of epic what-ifs. What if a hostile attack took down our nation's power grid? What if we could read minds? 
Is this flash forward? What if the super volcano at Yellowstone erupted? In a brand new anthology podcast from Film Nation Entertainment, the okay. producers that brought you the unforget- unforgettable movies like Arrival and The Big Sick, we take you into okay. these hypothetical near future worlds using the power of story. Each episode takes us on a science fiction journey into these not so normal scenarios through the viewpoint of very normal people. We ground these fictional stories in real science from actual scientists to excite your imagination about the world, both beautiful and terrifying fighting that awaits us and like you said this is just flash forward this is just fucking flash forward it what is the hell? literally flash what? forward <laughs> it's just it's just flash forward but made by big movie people like yeah that's this it. exists this exists and it's not like a small podcast it has it's nine episodes on luminary oh my god yeah they 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 made nine episodes from uh, June seventh through July twenty sixth. So I'm guessing it's a limited series thing. Uh, it's in the performing arts section of Luminary. I haven't listened to it because I canceled my subscription before it came out. Yeah, but a same. kind individual told me about it because uh, they were a little concerned of how close <laughs> to flash forward it is understandably so i again i've not listened to it but that description i just read to you is a is if rose eveleth worked for a film company and was trying to sell it on how expensive and how much money (laughs) yeah god that's so sad and like it sucks because again flash forward's a really good show fantastic show and it really sucks hearing that their whole jam is just being usurped by by people who don't know the industry or people who do and think that it's don't care right (sighs) yeah god it's just fucking google things people just fucking (laughs) google things that is our that is our unfortunately simplistic advice is fucking google things right fucking google things like I have I have moved on from my stance of just saying Google is free to people because I realize now how rooted in like ableism and classism that is. Like yeah, yeah I'll, I'll I'll admit to that one. However, I would say that it's really important that if you're going to claim being the first of anything, you Google it first, like you find ways to search, you ask people who might know. And if you're ever called out on taking a topic like and and you haven't done market research of some kind be okay with being called out on that i i there's no way they they don't know right like there's they have to know they have to know right i would that's the thing when you get people who are not of the uh, because that's the thing there are very few people in the podcasting industry who are exclusively of the podcasting industry this hypothetical show is made by a film company and much like a bear and a banjo i genuinely feel like someone in a room went wouldn't you know what podcasts are just serial and movie reviews we all know it's joe rogan and serial uh what if there was a podcast that was like a story and like we could do music and we could like make an album and someone (sighs) went yeah that's that'd be really fucking cool and that's where it stopped and hypothetical someone had that idea and then and then they did it uh, the only time this backlash is is um when cinema sins who already the guy mm-hmm, behind cinema sins mm-hmm. already kind of has a reputation for being an asshole because mm-hmm, cinema sins mm-hmm. are 
assholistic videos. Sins. Yeah. Uh, and they are in bad faith. Yes, babe. That's a very good point. No, that's a good point, though. Um, Thank you, Jordan. The CinemaSins podcast had a... Like, they were doing this thing for, in, like, 2016. And I know this because that's when I tried listening to the CinemaSins podcast. And it's way less mean-spirited. But it is totally just two dudes who have little experience in film besides watching a shitload of movies talk about movies as if they have experience in movies. Cool. Uh, they were just talking about like all the movies that were huge in a certain year that happened. There was like 30 years prior or some shit. They had fun doing that segment. And in 2018 during PodCon, which had nothing to do with it. It's just, i like, I literally found out about this standing in the lobby of the Sheraton with you and a bunch of other people mm-hmm. on the last day. Uh, Cinema Sins tried to launch a podcast where the theme was every episode would be about movies that came out exactly 30 years ago and uh there was a podcast that supposedly has a big fan base i'd never heard it before called uh, all about 80s which was basically doing the same thing okay and all about 80s got mad and some people are like well you know i hate cinema sins but really like how can you own the idea of doing movies from the 80s But then someone dug up tweets from the guy who makes CinemaSins in which he was adding all about 80s, congratulating them on good episodes. Even oh, my though, God. Even though in the current time of this happening, he had claimed he had never heard of all about 80s. And he posted this really fucking stuck up, you know, like he typed it out in Google Docs and took a screenshot of it and had no text in the actual tweet. Of course. Um, and posted a screenshot of like his statement about, I never heard of all about 80s. There, there's room in the there's room in the podcasting industry for both of us or whatever the fuck. And then oh people God. found out. So he just deleted them. And he deleted all the tweets on the CinemaSins account about that podcast. Of course he did. It's only because I saw those things and told you and everyone else in the lobby about it that, like, there's one Reddit post referencing this now. God. Yeah. Y'all, you need to understand, like, sometimes this is so bad, but sometimes the internet's forever. (laughs) You know, like, you can delete shit, but it's not gone. And that's a fucking nightmare. I'm, like, trust me. I'm terrified by that. I think it's the scariest shit in the world. But also, it's real. And that means you don't get to just bullshit people. <laughs> like, it'll You'll get found out. Why are you doing it? Stop you, wasting your time. <laughs> you just have to be of a certain size that your bullshit can just keep going and no one matters. No one cares. Like, right. God. <sighs> like, that's the thing. You You might not be good at Googling. But other people are going to be. So just don't don't bullshit people. Do your research. Just fucking. And like, you know what? You know what? If you want to make a podcast and it's going to have the same concept as somebody else and it's going to do the same shit as somebody else. Like, fuck it. Whatever. I don't I don't I've too much too much in my life to care about to care about this if you want to do it and just have it as a hobby fuck it i don't care but there is a difference between having a podcast as a hobby and sending me press releases about it and trying to get famous like there is you can have a podcast that treads the same ground as somebody else 
I don't care until you start trying to capitalize off of an idea that essentially you stole. That's when I care. Do just whatever the fuck you want. Just don't just try don't to get famous like on somebody else's idea. Dumbass that went on to write a New York Times opinion piece because they recorded a oh, the, God. the therapy <laughs> podcast or whatever the fuck it was called. Yeah. No, like, the finance podcast. Sponsors. It had like the worst name in the world. They recorded it on an iPhone and no one listened. And then they were like, well, podcasts aren't profitable. God, Gavin, I'm in such a bitchy mood tonight, but like, <laughs> everyone's just, sh- everyone's shut up. <laughs> I know it could help that. Something from the Wizard's Joke Book. Oh, God. Bring what it on. Bring it on. Bring it on. Dancing Spirit. What do, you, what, what do you call Dancing Spirit, Gavin? The Boogie Man. Oh, God. <laughs> Thank you, Gavin. This helped. <laughs> There's a joke on the other page that is uh, such a bad, like, the, like it's so sweaty. They include the word they're punning in parentheses next to it to explain <laughs> to the person reading it why it's funny. Please, I need to hear it. What was the wizard's daughter named in the beauty pageant? What? Miss Tick. M-I-S-S-T-I-C. And then in parentheses next to it, Mystic. And then an exclamation mark to be like, get it? Oh, that one's awful. Oof. That one's awful. A lot of these are bad and uh, uh, have some questionable um, politics. Yeah. I'm That's why sure. I'm, I'm, I do a lot of thumbing through to find ones that are a little bit more palatable. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Gavin, you want to talk about shit that's good? Let's recommend some podcasts. I probably should get a fun jingle for this section. Will, have you heard about this podcast that's about a USB drive that allows you to send files to the future? No, what's it called, Gavin? It's called Flash Forward. There we go, everybody. Yes, it is. (laughs) Uh... (laughs) I'm glad we ended up talking about Flash Forward because I do want to recommend Flash Forward. If you if you re- remember the description I gave of hypothetical whatever the fucking luminary one's called, um, yeah, I highly recommend listening to this podcast that has way more than nine episodes um, and is made by someone who works their absolute ass off to make mm-hmm. this show as quality. It like. There are a few podcasts that could I would I would say Flash Forward and Criminal are two of the podcasts that deliver the most consistent quality. Yes. And now is a really good time to get on board with Flash Forward because uh Rose Evelith is uh doing this new mini series or like short series run where instead of just doing a bunch of episodes of random topics, they're all within a, a theme. Um the most recent series was about crime and then the one before that was bodies so like during crime there was one uh that was really good about how uh in the future we'll have like super hyper really accurate dna testing but that could actually have a really negative effect on law enforcement because you know if you get someone's dna under your fingernails and that gets tested it, but it turns out you shook hands with someone who shook hands with a murder, who's someone who's going to get murdered later that day. Like hyper, like these new diagnostic techniques don't necessarily mean that in the future everyone will be perfectly prosecuted. Uh, so nothing forward, would change. You mean? Yeah, basically, <laughs> it would just get worse. Uh, yeah. Flash forward takes a 
potential future, be it something more grounded like what I just talked about, which is basically just the natural progression of diagnostics and uh, mm -hmm. forensics, or something wacky like um, what if there was a second moon? That episode mm -hmm. in particular, that's a big first episode for a lot of people because it's just yeah, fucking that, I think bonkers. that was my first episode. And it's uh, really good. She she takes like this potential future and talks to scientists about like what would happen, what like what would be some things that we would experience during this potential future. But the beginning of each episode is like a really tiny audio drama set in that future to give you an idea of what it feels like to live in that. Um, the moon one is a newscast that tells you about these <laughs> these these trolls like literally just internet trolls who steal a rocket and then tow an asteroid into earth orbit to make a second moon <laughs> uh, it's very good there's also one that's like if you're in a black mirror e mood but you want something that's not just like kids and their phones am i right uh there's an episode about an app in which it has your phone's mic on all the time and in this future <laughs> people are paid small amounts of money to recommend brands in a positive way in actual oh, in-person conversations uh the idea is that everyone's a brand ambassador in this future it's it's very good and it, oh, it, it talks a lot about advertising now and how advertising will evolve as we move forward with bigger and better technology Right now, the new series is Power. Uh, I'm uh, the new the one episode we have so far is about time travel. It's really good, as are every other episode mm -hmm. of Flash Forward mm -hmm. I can think of. Uh, yeah, Rose Evelyn kicks ass and yeah, puts yeah, out a lot more great. than six episodes. <laughs> yeah. Will, what do you got? So, did you listen to um, Making Obama? No. Okay. Um, so, Making Obama is was actually pretty fucking good. It was really interesting. It's, uh, I expected it to be a lot more, like, um, publicity-based, like, a lot nicer mm -hmm. to Obama than it wound up being. Oh, so the, the, the D-R-O-N-E word is not, <laughs> not mentioned. <laughs> it is not, but, um, a lot of other contro controversies are, which is, uh, I really like as somebody who was very pro-Obama, but also very critical um, so right, right now, um, that same team has started doing making Beyonce, and oh. yes, so Beyonce is uh, fascinating to me, like as a journalist, not just because of the fame, but because, like, something that I have noticed in the last probably like ten years is that there are so few public speaking appearances for Beyonce. Like, so little about her personal life that is not um, tied to just, like, TMZ-style shit. Which I think is really good. Like, I, I think that it's really good that she has, like, privacy and autonomy. Um, but making Beyonce is, you know, a sort of look into how she became the figure that she is. It only has one episode out right now, but I'm already really enjoying it. And I trust this team a lot. Um, it's... It's one of those things that could get really gross really fast, but so far they've been talking a lot to her dad and her mom and, you know, not just not just being like, oh, how sweet, how cute, but being kind of critical about some of their, um, you know, some of their presence in her life. The, the dad talks about how he, you know, is a salesman and applied that same that same mindset to his daughter. 
um, and to getting her the starring roles in, you know, in early bands and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just a really fascinating look into fame and into a figure that I think a lot of people sensationalize and don't think of as a human person. Um, I think that it, it toys with the idea of parasociality in a very interesting way. So that is Making Beyonce. Um, it is on the same feed as Making Obama, um, but they are separate shows. That's coming out right now. I'm just trying to, I like, as someone who kind of wants to make a feed with multiple things on it, it still, like, messes with me that the Richard Simmons thing and the cops thing are the same oh, RSS God, I feed. about that, yeah. Ew. Because, like, they're so fundamentally different. Yeah. Don't do that. Just, 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 just have a feed. And just, just, if the things are related, then it's okay. And if you sign up for Pinecast, you can have all the feeds you want. That's true. Coming from someone who is not sponsored by Pinecast, that is, uh, just me recommending it because I fucking love it as a host. Also, I'll probably never get to a point where I can have dynamic ads anyway, so the fact that there aren't any... (laughs) Uh, does not affect me. Uh, here's an anti-recommendation. Fuck the Dateline podcast feed that literally is just old episodes of Dateline ripped yeah. as MP3s. I know I've mentioned this on the show before, but I still find it scummy that this is a thing that thousands of people download. Yep. Uh, they have they have three thousand five hundred fifty-five subscribers according to uh, according to the Podcast Addict app, which I think that's just people who subscribe through Podcast Addict. So that number is always, like, significantly lower than how many regular downloads they usually get. Uh, Let's see here. You know what? Um, Will, if anyone is in Will's Podcast Problems Discord server, they are probably aware that Will is spiritually linked to a video called Mbamba Jones, uh, <laughs> which is a video by uh, the YouTube comedian Gus Johnson in which he uh-huh. plays if Indiana Jones was a five-year-old, basically. <laughs> it's me! <laughs> or I guess, like, six. Like... <laughs> I, I think he does... Because at one point he has to he has to say how old he is by holding his fingers up, and I oh, believe I he does say six. Um, and by I believe he does, I mean I know for a fact because I've yeah, seen this video seen like three dozens of times. Because you keep linking Indiana Jones, uh, I I started watching Gus Johnson's other things. Good, he's great. Uh, he has this trilogy, the Godless uh, Country series or God's Countries trilogy. Which is just him going back home to his uh, home in Wisconsin. He has his mom hold the camera. And he basically just wanders around the property shit-talking all the things about the property and blames it on his mom. Like, <laughs> 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 At one point, he walks over to an apricot tree and just waves at all the ones on the ground. He's like, come on. <laughs> she goes, don't step over there. There's bees. He goes, you let bees on the property? Uh <laughs> so good gus johnson's sense of humor is beautiful um it like there are very few of his skits that aren't funny they're so strange here in a public forum will i wish to blame you for the fact that uh jordan my dear fiance is obsessed with the one how midwesterners call their dogs (laughs) where the joke starts off that he's like saying you know black decker get over here but then it just devolves into him saying uh firearm companies uh, yeah, <laughs> Remington, <laughs> and then the last one—the punchline—is just him going "gun." 
Jordan has wanted to say the word gun loudly in public places because of that fucking video. Good. And I have. <laughs> and you have. This is all to I'm say. I go around a store just, just calling that out as if I lost my child named Gun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so all of that is to say Will has ruined uh, both I and my fiance's <laughs> lives with introducing us to Gus Johnson. Gus good. has a podcast, which I have been listening to quite a lot over the last How week. How is it? It's pretty good. I, I okay. do want to state, like, and this is I don't mean this in a backhanded way, it is just a chat cast. Like right, it is right. Gus Johnson and his uh roommate slash fellow creator, uh, Eddie Burback. Eddie Burback Make, it appears in a lot of Gus's skits, but Eddie is more of a commentary YouTuber who occasionally does uh, straight skit comedy. Uh, their podcast is just them talking, and they take questions from people on Twitter. Uh, it's pretty simple. In the middle, they open mail, but there's a lot of bits. Like They, they do a lot of bits, and you can kind of get a feel for like where the seeds of their skits come from just by how they interact and live with each other and they're constantly knocking back Dasani sparkling waters <laughs> you know little pieces of YouTube drama like fun from them talking about like recent updates or how they dealt with the adpocalypse they occasionally have guests on some of which are great uh, like they had Michael Reeves on who is a oh another, my boy another my favorite chaos YouTube boy. A ter- terrible boy oh he's, uh, he's an awful boy <laughs> <laughs> Michael Reeves is fantastic so yeah that is the gus and eddie podcast you will have zero interest in watching it unless you like gus uh johnson Mm -hmm. or eddie burback's videos so i guess also try out gus johnson's videos i'm sure will will log in to the tuned and dialed up site and edit the show notes of this to include mb amba jones yes (laughs) it's just out of wait just out of sheer force of will how dare you not do it see see what i mean (laughs) It's to the point, so I got home last night from uh, a weekend trip, and I was, it was like 5 p.m., and I was so exhausted. I'm pretty sure that, I'm pretty sure that my husband and my roommate were just like, Amby, go to bed, but like at me. <laughs> like, I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure. <sighs> okay, Gavin, you ready for my second one? Yes, I am. Okay, so I know that we're kind of past the point of like, well... Okay, we're kind of past the point of, like, Halloween podcasts, um, but you know how I am. So I found another. <laughs> I, know, I know how you do. Uh-huh. Um, so it's it's one of those, like, you know, we watch media and it's terrible and, you know, we laugh about how bad it is. Um, so it's it's all uh, focused on works of adaptation. So, like, it, it's Halloween, but it's because they do things like Dracula, Frankenstein, um, there was one about the, the Bluebeard folktales, which was really interesting. Um, so the twist for this show is that one of the hosts is a former partner of another one of the hosts, and they haven't experienced any of the source material that the adaptations are based on. So they have to try to backfill the mythologies and fairy tales, and it's super funny. And the podcast is called The X's Myth Takes. <laughs> like the... Like the X Xmas. There you go. <laughs> yep. This one comes from Will, who is Anglophile WS, um, who is wonderful and is on the Podprov's Discord. I, I feel like they, <laughs> like, 90% of their contrib- uh, contributions to the Discord is giving me these puns, and I am so grateful and I love them because they're always really, <laughs> really, really good. 
Um, so that is my joke podcast. But my real podcast I want to recommend is one that has come back to my heart and to my life, and I've missed it so oh. much. And it is the Orbiting Human Circus of the Air. I love this podcast. Been I have talked about it like, huh? It's been a minute. It has been a minute, and I've missed it. It's so good. So the Orbiting Human Circus of the Air is under the Night Vale Presents banner. It is by Julian Coster, who people might know from um, Neutral Milk Hotel, or they might know from uh, the music tapes. I am not going to lie. I'm not really a huge fan of of their music, um, but I love the Orbiting Human Circus, which is to say, like, if you're not a Neutral Milk Hotel person, that's okay. You don't need to be. Um, it is so unabashedly whimsical um, to the point where some people have trouble following it because it kind of weaves through styles and genres and like maybe even fiction and nonfiction, though it positions itself as squarely fiction. So there's no like feeling of manipulation there. It is about a janitor whose name is Julian, played by Julian Coster. Um, he works at a radio station on top of the Eiffel Tower. The radio station does the broadcast, The Orbiting Human Circus of the Air. It has acts like a singing cricket. Um, it There is a story about Julian just wanting to be a part of the circus, but be, being so painfully shy and kind of clumsy and just so... Uh, so hit hard by bad luck all the time, always. And... It's just, I don't know how even to explain how tender and lovely and sweet and dreamlike it is. It really feels like the exact same experience to me as watching the Little Nemo in Slumberland movie. Oh, or yeah. Like, yeah, like somewhere kind of like uh, kind of like the vibe of almost if Howl's Moving Castle were more naive almost i don't even know how to explain it because it's not naive it's just it's unlike anything else i have listened to it is so steeped in an aesthetic um it's not something that you should listen to if you want a clear narrative and it's not something that you should listen to if you want a story that's going to uh, be really linear or be really high stakes it's not that it is a podcast to listen to if you want the experience of floating around in a dream. Um, it's beautiful. I love it. I think that other than maybe it makes a sound, it is probably the most underrated Night Vale Presents show. Um, it's gorgeous. So again, that's the Orbiting Human Circus. The season that just started this week, maybe last week, last week, um, is... The same characters, it picks up from the last season. However, there is a great introduction, so you don't need to listen to the first season to dive into the second season. But I recommend that you do because it's beautiful. Woo! Woo! Gavin, who was your second? Wait. Yeah, I did no, my second. Wait. You did your second. Oh, shit, is that it? That is it. Oh my god, Will. Oh god. <laughs> I just found the best tweet. Tell me. It is a Spotify playlist. The logo is an eggplant with a line through it. It's called The Worst Songs to Have Sex To. Holy shit. <laughs> Including such beauties as the Reading Rainbow theme song, <laughs> peanut, <laughs> peanut Butter Jelly Time, the oh, Law and no. Order theme, 
pretty pretty fly for a rabbi and the Christmas shoes. Oh, an angel by Sarah McLaughlin. Oh God, no! The Christmas shoes is the real winner. Here. That's the real winner. Oh my God. Oh Christ. Okay. Sometimes Twitter's a good place. Now. Gavin, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me at my website, thepodreport.com, which tomorrow, hopefully, if I don't uh, completely suck at being productive today, there will be an interview with Joel of uh, the Critical Bits podcast. I talked to to Joel about Spider Day, which was a uh, charity event that they did in which he had... (laughs) 10 different, what was it? No, nine different small groups of podcasters play really, really bad heroes and villains uh, who are trying to fight a a hundred foot tall spider that attacks the city that Critical Bits takes place in. Um, They all die in horrific, wonderful ways. Uh, It is this massive undertaking. The file is like three hours long edited together. Um, Spider Day was this beautiful moment in podcast in RPG podcasting, and uh, it raised four thousand dollars for a really good cause. It was really fun talking to Joel. I've just had this interview kind of sitting around, waiting for me to finish transcribing it and actually like constructing a decent article out of it. Tomorrow is the year anniversary of Critical Bits, so it feels like maybe it's time to get off my ass and finish it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Also, Critical Bits is just a really, really fucking good tabletop RPG show. We've we've recommended it on here before, and it's just... It's real good. It's really good, uh, as long as you're cool with body horror. (laughs) All right. uh, And, yeah, podreport.com. I'm the podreport on Twitter. And, Will, where can people find you online? People can find me on Twitter at, at Will W Writes. It's W I L W underscore Writes. You can find me on WillWilliams.reviews. You can find me on Hughouse.productions. I'm all over the place. Um, Twitter is your best bet. And Gavin, where can people find the show? They can find the show at dialeduppodcast.wordpress.com, where they can find show notes and transcripts and all that fun stuff. If you want to find out more about how to support the show, maybe get your name read out in the housekeeping section. You can go to patreon.com forward slash Gavin G. That's where all my stuff's kind of folded together in one Patreon. Uh, Will, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, Gavin. It's nice to be back. This is a very nice last minute recording session. (laughs) Uh, And I think that'll about do it. Thank you, listeners, for joining us. And we hope to see you next time. Yeah. Bye. Bye.